0: I, I talk about this all the time. I, I talk about where we are as a country when it takes me, a guy in Miami with a podcast. And, and and maybe that's the reason I don't work at Fox News. And maybe that's the reason I don't work at CNN anymore. And they fired me because if I worked at CNN or if I worked at ESPN, I, I would have told them, no, I, I'm not going to report the NFL line. That's not what I saw. I saw a guy having a concussion, and you're, you're writing a script for me that I have to read that says, according to the NFL, it was a back injury. So, see, I couldn't do that. So if, if I was working yesterday at ESPN, I would be fired this morning. We have to do this. We have to say shame on the NFL and shame on the reporters and shame on the institution and shame on the Miami Dolphins. My, my childhood team, the team I love, you screwed up, a- a- and you should be called for it. You should be called on the carpet for it, and you should answer for this. This is a bonus edition of our uh, podcast. We weren't planning to uh, do this podcast today. As you probably know, we do a podcast every Monday and every Wednesday and every uh, Friday, and we thank so many of you for uh, sticking with us and uh, downloading our podcast. on uh, We're now, <laughs> overnight, we went to 500% to 600%. So a lot of people are downloading us, that, uh, our podcast, and we really appreciate it. But we have to do this podcast today, kind of almost on, on an emergency basis because of what happened last night. Um, so as many of you did, I'm a Dolphins fan and Uh, I've kind of become a Tua fan. And last night I gathered with my family. My daughter was there. Her boyfriend was there. My son was there. My wife was there. We had the popcorn ready to go. And we were going to watch the Miami dolphins play on a Thursday night. And, uh, we were excited. We wanted to watch the game. Um, Unfortunately, we also had just finished doing a podcast just hours before that game. And in that podcast, I had, uh, Introduced the subject of why Tua was playing. You see, I watched Tua play in the previous game, and I watched him get a concussion. And then I watched the Miami Dolphins and the NFL lie about that concussion and said it wasn't a concussion, it was a back injury. Listen, I know what a concussion looks like. You could be five years old and know what a concussion looks like. When a boxer is boxing and he gets knocked out, they take him out. They end the fight. They don't let him keep boxing, right? We watched a professional football player get knocked out, and they put him back in the game. And then I thought to myself, for sure, they're not going to play him three or four days later because they're playing on him on a Thursday. And he had just gotten a concussion on a Sunday. And what do they do? They announce that he's going to play. So yesterday on this podcast, we talked about this. In fact, we had some experts on here who talked about that. And that expert's going to be joining us again in just a minute because that podcast we did yesterday and the commentary that was made by Dr. Chris Nowinski has now gone right viral Everybody's saying, doctor predicted this would happen, and it happened. So all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> well, I guess you just have to hear it for yourself. And, and, and here it is. Here, here's the injury first. Rolling left with the grain, and down he goes. Slung down in his own 48-yard line. Josh Tupu. And uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh.
1: And, and, and Al Tupo slams him to the ground. I mean, it, it's you're thinking about the back, the ankle, but he gets thrown to the ground. Again, wrenching that back, which was yeah. is the issue last week. Now, yeah. all that, the so back is
0: him. bullshit. The back is bullshit. That's a story the Dolphins and the NFL made up. And, and Al Michaels is just parroting what they say because that's unfortunately what too many people in media uh, do today. You know, it's the same way, you know, don't get me started. Local reporters during hurricanes feel like they have to work for Home Depot and uh, Rachel Maddow and the people on cable news basically do the work of the State Department and the Raytheon and, and nobody tells stories. They tell the story they're given and that pisses me off. But that's neither here nor there. So here you have all week long ESPN and the NFL Network saying the guy's got a back injury. Bullshit. He does not have a back injury. Which is why yesterday we had one of the most renowned neuroscientists in the country say, no, he does not have a back injury. But let's cut to this. Let's cut to this now. This is, um, this is horrifying. I mean, th- this is horrifying. Um, Al Michaels now has to kind of eat his words a little bit and comes back and describe, cause you know, they always show the replay, right? And in the replay, you could literally see this guy having a seizure on the field. And here's Al Michaels description of that. Talking to our uh, sports med, uh, medicine analyst, longtime trainer for the Jacksonville Jaguars, before that, the Giants. And Mike Ryan tells us when he sees that, he's watching this as you are as well, it's a neurological response to head trauma. A neurological response to head trauma. Here's Dr. Chris Nowinski yesterday on the air, right? And we asked him about this. And here's what he's this is before the game. This has not happened yet. And what you're about to hear is one of the most renowned, uh, you know, neuroscientists in the country saying definitively, Tua should not play tonight. Tua should not play tonight. Here it is.
1: It's like we've learned nothing about brain injuries, you know, over the last 20 years and what this can do to people. And he may not worry about his long term effects, but at least the team should be worried about those long term effects. And somebody getting two concussions in five days, if you got hit again in the head tonight, that can be career ending. And we're talking about a young, hugely promising player, a game early in the season that does not matter if they win or lose. So it's it's preposterous. And, and so I mean, it's just that the idea he's playing today is so s- profoundly stupid. As a, as a, as a Dolphins fan, you should be pissed off that they are, that they, if they put him on the field and roll the dice with his future. I mean, two concussions actually what ended my career with WWE. Like I learned the hard way. I had a headache for 15 years. You know, I've never been the same person because of two concussions in a month, two concussions in five days. Um, you know, we should all, if he, if if for some idiotic reason he goes on that field tonight, we should, you know, pray for him because it could be the last time you see him.
0: Joining us now is Dr. Chris Nowinski. Wow. I, I don't even know what to say. Those are your words. You, uh, you know, in some measure, I, you, you could feel good about the fact that you tried to warn everybody, but, um, I feel terrible this morning. Uh, last night, sitting around with my wife and my kids, we, we looked at that and we didn't exactly have a good time watching a football game. And I think the rest of America is shaking their heads tonight. And, and I can't help but want to hold the Dolphins and the NFL responsible. But let me just get your reaction. Uh, h- how do you see this? How did you react last night when you watched this?
1: Uh, I was sick to my stomach to see it. I mean, it was such, uh, I mean, not only was it a concussion, but what happened it was decorticate posturing. Basically his cortex went offline and he had this primitive brain response that people have when you have a stroke. Um, and it's just, uh, it's, I'm thinking, will he, play again like i know everyone's going to try to pretend like everything's fine and they you know they flew him home last night which was probably a bad idea to keep the cover that it's fine but the the, the lack of accountability and the lack of anyone taking responsibility and the dolphins after the game still pretending didn't have a concussion on sunday it's an it's an it's an embarrassment and i'm you know but at least they're giving us the platform to tell people what the truth is uh because the whole country's up in arms about this and they should be. And this should all make us question like the role of the NFL in our culture, because not only are they setting a horrible example, not only are they nearly, you know, potentially killing a player who could have died from second impact syndrome. uh, You know, they're, they're doing things like recruiting our kids to this sport uh, you know, with these cutesy ads with Peyton Manning um, you know, knowing that not only, are the kids not going to be protected? There are thirty medical professionals at the game that missed that first concussion, right? Mm-hmm. And you kids have zero, and your kids are getting exposed to developing CTE, which is a whole separate horrible thing. So I am, mm-hmm. uh, I am very down on the NFL. Yeah, I think everybody, yeah, you know, the Dolphins should be fired for this. I think the coach. should be fired.
0: I agree. I think the coach should be fired. I think he's the owner is smart should enough. Be- guy,
1: he's a freaking Yale. Is it Harvard? He's a Yale guy. Yeah, he no, knows no, what a right. concussion yeah. Looks like. He had like, to
0: know exactly what he was doing, Chris. He had to know. Yeah. By the way, you just mentioned second impact syndrome. I bet people are wondering. So you describe what happened to Tua last night as second impact syndrome. What is that? You
1: no, know, He's at risk for second impact syndrome. Okay. So second impact syndrome is is rapid brain swelling after you get a hit to the head before a concussion is resolved. Mm-hmm. And it happens to five or ten athletes a year. In fact, after this happened, a reporter reached out to me from the Midwest saying, "This kid from our high school took two weeks off for concussion, came back, and had second impact syndrome, um, and he's he's uh, in a coma right now." And there's a GoFundMe and the whole sad thing. So it, we know it happens, and that's why we don't put people back. Along with the fact that two concussions in four days, not five, uh, I guess you know um, can again be career ending. So you know, let's hope he's is okay. We know he's not going to tell us if he's not okay, but. You know, the problem is no no punishment is worth this. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. The NFL is probably going to overcorrect and do punishment theater and say, oh, the Dolphins are going to lose a draft pick. And, oh, you know, that doctor's never going to be a team sideline doctor again. It doesn't matter. Two is the guy we got to worry about. It's okay. You know, we know players want to play. That's what the medical team's there for. But
0: what, what bothers me is okay, let's go through the progression. After the game Sunday, not last night, but after the game Sunday, we watched him have. What certainly appeared to be a concussion. I mean, I've had concussions. You've had concussions. When your knees buckle, that does, that's not because your back hurts. That's because yeah. there's something uncontrollable that is happening in your body. And it didn't happen once. It happened at least twice, maybe a third time when his offensive lineman had to capture him yeah. and hold him up. So, so we watched that. And after we watched that, they told us, they told us, and I think this is a lie, my word, not yours, that he had a back injury, right? So well, remember, first
1: they said he had a concussion, then they took it back. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I went back, I went back and uh, yeah, they initially reported his concussion, then they look, oh sorry, it was it was a back injury.
0: Yeah, exactly. Wink wink, wink, wink. uh tongue in cheek <laughs> kind of thing. That oh my God, oh. That, that is so wrong. So then last night, after the obvious, uh, as you would call it, possible second impact syndrome concussion. Um, and when he seemed to have this seizure on the field, which was so horrible to watch. If little kids were watching this, they must have been like, or if dads and moms were watching, they must have been thinking there is no way in hell I would ever let my son play football. Unless, of course, he's really poor inner city kid and it's the only way he can make money, which unfortunately is another sad truth about some of this. But let's let that go. Then they come out during the game after that injury and Al Michael says, We're hearing it was a head and neck injury, and they're emphasizing neck to somehow de-emphasize head. What do you think of that? Exactly, you heard that, right? uh,
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. Like when the coach said after the game, "Thank God it was uh, only what, only a concussion or was something like that." Yeah, like the. You look at the mechanism of injury. Nobody in their right mind who has any medical training or football training. Think thought he broke his neck on that play. He just hit his head on the back of the ground. So the the backboard made it seem like oh oh it's uh, the worst is not possible. You're right. They just set up this oh it's only a traumatic brain injury in a second in four days like this is being carefully i mean not carefully it's being stupidly managed and they keep trying to put one over on
0: us yeah they kept saying uh, it was a neck injury and it's okay because they say he can move his fingers they kept saying that he's he's it's a neck injury but he's okay because he can move his fingers he right he never stopped moving his arms and legs yeah yeah it's, yeah ugh. So th- yeah the, the 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 takeaway here is uh this is a gargantuan lie and unfortunately I I'm, I'm so grateful that you were around yesterday because this is what you call reporting you look at something it's like a guy who d- wants to find out if it's raining and he invites two two weathermen on and asks which one is one says it's raining and one says it's not when all he has to do is walk to the window to see if it's raining use your use your eyes <laughs> right i tell reporters all yeah. the time what did you see don't
1: trust your lying eyes exactly yeah.
0: we all saw yeah. the damn thing And then, guys, I I listened to the NFL Network. I listened to ESPN all day, and they were all swallowing the line the NFL was giving them and
1: regurgitating it. And that, well, you know, the NFL (laughs) is very good. I'll tell you, when you are critical of the NFL, you get a call from the commissioner's office saying, "You know, we're going to remember this when it comes down to doing your rights deal for 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 uh, showing football or getting highlights." And so they threaten. I mean, I've heard this from the biggest news programs in the world have told me we get screamed at whenever we're critical and now the NFL is divving up the sport it used to be just NBC or ABC and CBS was out or whatever now it's Apple it's Amazon everyone gets a game Hmm. so now they all have to play the game And so TV is sort of impossible to have an honest conversation about this. And it really has to come through things like this and and through the print media who don't care, Mm -hmm. but the NFL is trying to put the whole media under their thumb and just make us believe things that aren't true.
0: Well, and let's talk about that for a minute. The, uh, ESPN has a billion-dollar contract, I think, if you incorporate the five-year yeah. deal with the NFL. The NFL network is owned by the NFL, so they almost have more of a fiduciary responsibility to uh, the NFL's bottom line than they do to the truth, which is why, in many ways, we didn't get the truth yesterday. And this young man can lose his career or probably will lose his career uh, right. because of it,
1: right? Well, yeah, I, I don't want to say probably will. Like, let's let's all ho- let's all hope for positive outcome when he gets lucky. But yeah, no, ESPN. Like, you remember ESPN originally partnered with PBS on the documentary um, League of Denial, and then there was a famous lunch between Roger Goodell and the head of ESPN. And suddenly ESPN pulled out a documentary, and that was sort of the last day that they were uh, committed to investigative journalism against the NFL. And they, they had reporters that they just sort of let languish, and uh, it was sad, but I, we, I used to love – working with ESPN and being critical. And it, it changed because they realized they make more money being in business with the NFL than being critical of the NFL. Yeah, unfortunately,
0: that happens, in, lo- that happens in local yeah. news, national news, network news. It's happening yeah. all over the place. Okay, before you go, and we're only going to hold you. I know you got to go because suddenly you're the most popular uh, neuroscientist. Yesterday, nobody gave a crap about neuroscientists or what they thought. All of a sudden, the whole world wants to talk to Dr. Chris Nowinski. Um, thank you for making us first, by the way.
1: Oh, my pleasure. No, I, I, I'm so glad we did catch that prediction on, on film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, because people didn't you know this was entirely, we, we all saw this coming. It's going to happen every time you put someone back too soon. Yeah, One out but, of every 10 or 20 times.
0: But we all saw it coming, but it was only reported here. So what the hell? Some little guy in Miami with a podcast was the only guy who went <laughs> out and, I mean, come on. I mean, I'm not trying to give myself too much credit because I don't deserve it. I'm just a guy who watches TV on weekends and loves Tua and loves the yeah. Dolphins and was pissed off but by the way let let before you go um let's talk about what exactly is Tua's condition I know you don't know you haven't diagnosed him but uh tell us what the perspective is for
1: his future yeah the prognosis is they've got to watch and wait and see how the symptoms go and then see how he is arresting exertion but the reality is he shouldn't play the rest of the season because no human being should have three concussions in four months and expect to you know, have a fun- fully functioning brain for the rest of their life. So he shouldn't play. It'll, it'll be a question if Miami actually admits that he had that first concussion to determine if they if they still lie about the first concussion and he goes back and he gets a third. Like, well, you know, let's just you know, we should just give up on the NFL. But who, who
0: who with who who with as my mother says, with two fingers in front of their head and can't see them, would look at that yeah. first concussion and say that
1: wasn't a concussion? I mean, that was just- they, they still haven't admitted it. They still haven't admitted it. Here we are got. I got to jump on this Do- next call. Dr. Right? Chris uh, Nowinski,
0: so good enough to join us, PhD. All right. um, thank you, doctor. We appreciate you joining thank us. You. So there it is. I mean, um, as I sit here, I uh, shake my head wondering how in the world, you know, and I talk about this all the time. I, I don't want to stretch this out too much, but I, I talk about this all the time. I, I talk about where we are as a country when it takes me, a guy in Miami with a podcast And, and, and maybe that's the reason I don't work at Fox News. And maybe that's the reason I don't work at CNN anymore. And they fired me because if I worked at CNN or if I worked at ESPN, I would have told them, no, I'm not going to report the NFL line. That's not what I saw. I saw a guy having a concussion. And you're, you're writing a script for me that I have to read that says, according to the NFL, it was a back injury. So see, I couldn't do that. So if, if I was working yesterday at ESPN, I would be fired this morning. They would have said, get out of here. We don't want you. What do you think? We want to tell people the truth? What are you, crazy? Just like I was fired at CNN and and, and just like I've been fired a whole bunch of times in my career. Because I'm one of those weird guys who actually went to the, you know, the school of journalism at the University of Minnesota, the Eric Severide School of Journalism, and was taught certain ethics and certain principles about what you're supposed to do when you're a reporter. And, and, and the most important thing you have to do as a reporter is tell the truth. The most important thing you have to do as a reporter is tell the truth. That's why I always use that line that I repeated that Chris got a kick out of that I mentioned to you yesterday in our podcast as well. I always say if you're doing a story about whether it's raining outside, you don't need to get experts to tell you whether it's raining outside. You could just go look at the window. Go to the window and look outside. Is it raining? Then it's raining. You looked at a guy who had a concussion. Did he have a concussion? He had a concussion. And you don't swallow the NFL's line. I mean, sure, you report it. According to the NFL, he did not have a concussion. He had a back injury. But then you get a neuroscientist and you interview him on the air and you ask him, was that a concussion? And he does what Nowinski did for me and he says, that's a concussion. And you get the other guy on the air and he says, that's a concussion. And they both tell you our training, our experiences tell us that is a concussion. No other way about it. But the NFL Network and CNN and ESPN and all the other ends out there reported it wasn't a concussion. Because the NFL told him it wasn't a concussion. And that pisses me off. And you know what? If, if, if if, If Tua died last night, which he could have, which he could have, his blood would be on your hands. Reporters, fake reporters, bullshit reporters. You know, his blood would be on your hands. Because you're the one who should—not me, some little guy with a podcast in Miami in his basement—should not be the guy, you know, raising these arguments. It should be you. Should be you, ESPN. It should be you, NFL Network. And 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 you know what? He's right. Chris Nowinski's right. Coach of the Miami Dolphins. By the way, brilliant guy. I'm not sure he should be fired, but he should answer this. I don't tell people, I've been fired too many times to go around telling telling somebody that they should have a job or should they, ha- they should have a right to feed their family or anything. I'm not going to go that route. But he should have to answer for this. Because he has eyes. He's been around football his whole life. He damn well knows what a concussion looks like. So don't tell me you saw what I saw and you saw something different. Don't tell me you saw what I saw and you saw something different. Because that's just not true. And somehow we just got to get back to being honest about things. That's why I say. I mean, look, whether whether it's Rachel Maddow and you know, uh, and 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 Cuomo and 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 and, and CNN and then this one and that one and all of these uh, reporters out there who are constantly telling us stories based on what their advertisers, uh, Raytheon, want to hear. And that's why they almost have us in World War III. Or 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 as I said yesterday during the hurricane coverage. You know, with local channels looking like they're more interested in filling the lines up at Home Depot, even though they know the hurricane isn't even coming to the place they're reporting from, but they don't tell people that because they'd rather just say, oh, they're running out of water. They're running out of this. They're running out of that. Come, come, come. You know, you don't work for Home Depot. You don't work for military contractors. You don't work for the NFL. You work for the people. This is what we do. This is what you're supposed to do. This is what I try to do, as imperfect as I am. This is probably why I've been fired so many damn times. Because my mom and my dad taught me this. You know? You're accountable to the people who need your information. This is what I learned when I studied journalism at the University of Minnesota. One of the best damn journalism schools in the country, by the way. And maybe that's part of the problem. Too many of these people that we see on TV didn't even study journalism. They're PR hacks, posing as journalists, you know, the Cuomo's of the world. He's a lawyer whose daddy was a governor. Suddenly he's a journalist. Hannity's not a journalist. Tucker's not a journalist, you know. I don't even think Cooper's a journalist. I mean, I can go down the list. These are people, I, I don't understand it. And I, I know I'm broadening this out maybe a little bit too much, but after watching what I watched last night, I have to tell you, that was not fun to watch. And and in some ways, it was a product of bad journalism. It was a product of bad journalism. And now we have this. Now we have this. When it shouldn't have happened. I I, I want you to hear one more time. I want you to hear one more time. Again, this interview I did yesterday with, with Chris Nowinski, right? which people are now talking about all over the country, interestingly enough. Uh, I think this interview is about to go viral. This clip, anyway, was done before the game. It was done before the game. And this interview that I did with Chris Nowinski, ESPN should have done before the game. And, and, And the NFL Network should have done this interview before the game. Not me. They should have done it. When I called Chris Nowinski yesterday, what he should have told me was, sorry, Rick, I can't talk to you because I'm on the other networks. But you know what? He was sitting at home bored with nobody calling him and nobody talking to him because nobody wanted to talk to him. He was just some neuroscientist. Who the hell wants to talk to a neuroscientist? Right. But we did. And here's what he said.
1: It's like we've learned nothing about brain injuries, you know, over the last 20 years and what this can do to people. And he may not worry about his long term effects, but at least the team should be worried about those long term effects. And somebody getting two concussions in five days, if he got hit again in the head tonight, that can be career ending. And we're talking about a young, hugely promising player, a game early in the season. It does not matter if they win or lose. So it's, it's preposterous. And and so I mean, it's just that the idea he's playing today is so s- profoundly stupid as a as a if, or As a Dolphins fan, you should be pissed off yeah. that they are that they if they put him on the field and roll the dice with his future. I mean, two concussions actually what ended my career with WWE. Like I learned the hard way. I had a headache for 15 years You know, I've never been the same person because of two concussions in a month, two concussions in five days. Um, you know, we should all, if he, if if for some idiotic reason, he goes on that field tonight, we should, you know, pray for him because it could be the last time you see him.
0: If for some idiotic reason he goes on that field tonight, pray for him because it could be the last time you see him. And then we watched last night and we literally watched a man having a seizure on the field. Chris just described it to us as a stroke. He was having a stroke. He had some medical term for it that I can't even remember right now, but you can look it up or we'll go back and listen to the beginning of the, that part of the podcast. He had a stroke because once, once you've had a concussion, the last thing you could, you should ever do is, uh, you know, reconcuss. The last thing you should ever do is put yourself in a situation. I mean, think about it, guys. I mean, this is like, you know, you, you, you have a broken ankle and the doctor diagnoses you with a broken ankle and he says, you got to stay off of it and you go play basketball. You wouldn't do that, right? Your coach wouldn't do that. Your team wouldn't do that. Well, we treat head injuries like, well, it's nothing. Well, now we know it's not nothing. It's something. It's something that most likely will end to his career. Certainly his season. It would be crazy. Did you hear Chris say it? He says, the season is what, another three, four months? He says, if you have three concussions in the period of four months, it it can be critical, if not catastrophic. I mean, hello? Do we need to have, do we need to, do I need to come back a week from now, three weeks from now, a month from now, and replay that? Is that what I need to do? Because they try to get Tua back in the game, it gets injured again, and this time it's even more serious. I mean, look, I said this yesterday. I bleed, right? Aqua and orange. I've been a Dolphins fan since Wahoo McDaniel, since Rick Norton, right? I, I, I was right there with Bob Greasy. I, I, I'm, I'm, I consider myself a friend, God bless him, of uh, the now-deceased Don Shula. I, I know Shula well. I've been to his house, know his sons. I'm I'm good, pretty good friends, not good friends, but I, I, Dan Marino and I have known each other for years. We've done things together. Our, our kids have played football together. I'm a Dolphins guy. I love this team. And I was very happy to see the progression Tua was making this year. And I would have loved nothing better than to see Tua have the greatest year of his life after as miserable as he was last year. And I know he wanted that. But it's not his call. Smarter people, adults in the room should have stepped up and said, you can't play. You can't play. And they didn't. And they didn't. And because they didn't, we're having to do this podcast today. We have to do this. We have to say, shame on the NFL. And shame on the reporters. And shame on the institution. And shame on the Miami Dolphins. My my childhood team, the team I love, you screwed up. And you should be called for it. You should be called on the carpet for it. And you should answer for this. And and if somebody more important than me decides that heads need to roll, even if it means that this coach needs to be fired as good as he seems to be, then, damn it to hell, I hate to say it, but so it shall be. So it shall be. Because sometimes there should be consequences for things. And, and, and if I, sitting out here in my house, saw that, he should have seen it too. And I know he saw it. And they're playing games. You know, we tell truths here. We tell two, times, two, two, two kinds of truth. We tell journalism truths, because that's all I am. That's all I know. I've been a journalist all my life. And we tell Latino truths, because I'm a Latino, and I think too often in the United States, we're not invited to the party. You know, what a coincidence. We're 20% of the population in the United States. We make up, what, 20% of those represented? Somebody Latino should have probably been on TV somewhere yesterday. And maybe, I can't guarantee it. I know if it had been me, it would have happened. But maybe they would have been the ones who would have said, have we asked any neurologists or neuroscientists about this? Why are we believing what the NFL is telling us? part of what we do. I can't guarantee you that. I do know this, and I've said it before, Latinos in the United States, we're almost 20% of the population. We're the biggest cohort, and we're the last to be invited to the party. They don't invite us when they're talking about big issues like this. They don't invite us when they're talking inflation. They don't invite us when they're talking Ukraine. They don't invite us when they're talking politics. They only invite us when it's Cinco de Mayo. Or Hispanic Heritage Month. Bullshit. That's when they invite us. Maybe they need to invite us more often. This is Rick Sanchez News. You can find us on Spotify or on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you happen to be watching this on uh, YouTube, subscribe, hey? Dale, andale. Vamos con todo. Agua.